Welcome to Modern Babylon. This is Cultural Contrarian. This is going to be a little bit of an unusual broadcast, but I felt that it was necessary uh, to be authentic and transparent to the community that I have been sharing my educational experience, my wisdom, my discernment, and to also be a to, to have an evidence trail, a record of what my intentions are and how I choose and plan on conducting myself. <clears throat> so part of my community, which is in a, in a private and secure group, is aware that I have been demonstrating a love thy neighbor approach on what it will be like to stand free in and on the Constitution's Bill of Rights. That has been inclusive of um, volumes of communication and record, which is, which is, will be made available. And there's going to be an action taking place on Monday, where I am going to lawfully, peacefully, respectfully, and professionally attempt to exercise my First Amendment without voluntarily surrendering my Fourth Amendment because I have no obligation or duty to surrender my Fourth Amendment absent of being lawfully arrested, and that I do not have to have conditions to exercise my First Amendment of free speech based upon conditions. Now, there are certain conditions, which I will be in compliance with, in the lawful exercise of free speech. There are time, manner, and place restrictions. So if I'm going to choose to engage elected officials, there are time, manner, place restrictions in public where I can redress my government. So I will be operating within the time, place, manner requirements. My speech will not be profane. My speech will not be provocative. It may be assertive and it may be pointing out elements where people will feel uncomfortable, but I cannot be responsible for how someone reacts or feels their emotional response when they receive clear truth based upon the law, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. I am hopeful that the encounters that will take place on Monday will be lawful by those that hear the truth, that they will not step outside of their authority and do things which are unlawful, criminal, threatening, intimidating, coercive, or attempt to put me in duress. That's my hope. But absent of a plan, hopes are just dreams and wishes. So I have to be prepared in the event that public officials do not honor their oath. Now, I, I have a pattern in practice that, that public officials have not been honoring their oath, and this is an opportunity for them to repent, honestly, to understand that there, there are restraints of their authority and that they shouldn't step out of those restraints. And I can't make them do that. My hope is that they stay inside their boundaries, but I can't make them do that. And it's the same with other, other individuals that are protected qual by qualified immunity. I cannot make them stay 
and be a lawful citizen, just like they can't make me be a lawful citizen. I'm choosing to be a law-abiding citizen. So this event that is taking place on Monday is not known to the general public. Where it is, when it's taking place, has been, by my request, private, secure. I am attempting to stand on my rights for me personally as a private person. Whether others benefit from it, that's up to them. People are used to voluntarily surrendering. And I understand that's the culture we live in, that surrender is often the preferred path. Because the fear is real, it's legitimate, and it's tangible. But I want to be prepared that I have an objective record of me being prepared in advance, that my words cannot be misrepresented and misconstrued. I, personally, have a record of me stating I don't need anyone there. I appreciate a limited number of people that would protect me. Protect me in a sense of I don't need them to speak. I don't need them to step up and do anything. I just need them to be an objective witness and document what could happen. That is what I need as far I'm desiring as far as people protecting me. I don't want them to step up next to me, to step beside me. At the same time, I'm not calling for citizens to come and witness or experience this. That is not my desire. This is my personal hill. This is my personal fight. And regardless of the benefit of other citizens, I don't need you. I don't desire you to be there. I don't want you. And if you want to receive the endorphin rush of the justice which may be afforded to me, do it from a distance. Go on the computer and watch what happens online. By you sharing the same airspace as me, feeling that you can get the endorphins off of my exercise of freedom, while it may be good for you, I'm not asking you for anything. You do your own little warrior chance to the side. If you show up at this event because you want to witness something, you are hurting me. You are hurting me. And if that's your choice, I can't stop you. I can't stop you from bringing other people to the group. I can't stop the people on social media pounding the keyboards and saying, you got to see this and inviting people. I can't stop it. But understand that that impulse is affecting me. I'm the only one willing, capable prepared, equipped. I've invested countless hours for me to exercise my freedom. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for you to see that you have power and that there's effort to exercise that power. And my whole mission is God honoring. I want to love my neighbor. And people that are coming out there, I don't believe you have the same mission because that's not loving to me. You're giving the ability for the state to create a narrative about me 
that says, look, this guy, because of what he's doing, has rallied all of these people to be here. And I'm saying, that's false. I have no responsibility for that. I'm cutting that umbilical cord. Get away from me. Because I'm not asking you to be there. I've actually gone on the record. And if need be, if that false narrative comes out and the room is filled, I'm going to call it out. I'm going to say, folks, I am here to give you the ability to repent from your unlawful activities. The room filled behind me has nothing to do with me. I don't know why the heck they're here. I did not talk to these people. I did not ask them to come. I want nothing to do with them. They're here for their own reasons, but you cannot pin it on me. I will have a record of saying I didn't want people to come. And now that record that I did things privately may have to come into the public domain and say, I'll take the video away so nobody sees the faces. I'll mute the names of the people that are in private, but I'm going to have my objective record that is now a week old that said, I don't want that. You're going to have my testimony as to what my intentions are. And I will even share that the decisions that I made a week ago were to demonstrate and provide evidence of my love thy neighbor approach and that I don't want things to be misconstrued and I want to give the public servants the ability to repent and turn from their lawless actions. So I'm not doing this with the expectation or knowledge or awareness that that room could be full. And I'm hoping that's not the case. But it is possible, because I understand human nature, that I need to be prepared in the event it is. And I need to get distance from all those people in the audience who who are saying, we're not part of you, we're supporting you from behind the scenes. If you're supporting me from behind the scenes, don't come into the scene. I don't need you. I don't want you. Stay out. Stay back. This is all available online for you to watch. You don't need to be portraying that you've got my back when you don't. Respectfully, I love you as well. And I appreciate what you may be doing behind the scenes. But for the sake of my, for for me, and for the benefit of my family, for me to be consistent and true, to, to live out my integrity as a man, and as a father, and as a husband, and as a, as a law-abiding citizen. I don't know you, and you don't know me. Please, stay home. Get your endorphin rush somewhere else. Watch online. And this is just my objective record, because I truly am a peaceful, law-abiding citizen. And I say, no king but Christ. And I'm not going to buy the the incense and put it before the altar of Caesar. My rights are unalienable and unalienable. And they don't require the permission of elected officials that serve on a board to put conditions or permissions or restrictions on those unalienable, unalienable rights. Stay in your lane. I'm not going to be speaking vitriolically. I'm not going to use ad hominems. I won't use logical fallacies. I'll have my evidence 
of how reasonable I have attempted to be to give you every single opportunity, not just once, not just twice, not just three times. I have going to have evidence of me being beyond fathomably reasonable. And I will have the evidence of the unreasonableness volumes, 126 pages at this time, of those in authority and their evidence of how they conduct themselves. We'll let the judge make a determination if necessary as to who's reasonable and who's unreasonable. I hope I don't get to meet the judge, but I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I have something for the judge if my plans, if my hopes are not, my hopes, dreams, and wishes are, are not realized and that repentance isn't part of their vocabulary and they don't understand the Greek word metanoia, the turn from this behavior, stop, turn, go the other direction, stop infringing and depriving the rights of citizens. It's been brought to your attention. Stop doing it. I can't make you stop, but I have the law which says when you do that, there's a remedy for me when you violate me. The law cuts both ways. If you get a speeding ticket, if I get a speeding ticket, this is nothing different than that. Just the penalty may be a little bit more than a speeding ticket, but that's up to the, the judge. It's up to the federal judge to determine what the compensation is for someone violating someone's deprivation of rights. A traffic, a traffic citation doesn't have an injured party. There's no victim when I go through a stop sign. But a deprivation of rights has a victim. I'm a victim of having my unalienable, unalienable rights being conditioned, being, being permissioned unlawfully. And threats, intimidation, coercion, duress, violence, false imprisonment, kidnapping. The law speaks to these things. And I just want to hold you accountable to the law. You want to hold me accountable to a statute when there is no crime. I'm just going to hold you accountable to the law. I stand above you. I don't kneel below you. The Constitution is above you. You, ha you don't have dominion over me. I do not voluntarily surrender when you act unlawfully. Just me. Everyone else's voluntary surrender, that's your choice. Totally fine. I'm cool with it. Voluntarily surrender wherever you want. Some people voluntarily surrendered and got on rail cars to go to Buchenwald. Some people did that. Some people didn't voluntarily surrender. Both of them, their destinies may have had different destinies. One could have been an immediate and swift and could have ended in the moment because they did not voluntarily surrender and they stood on that line and they were executed. Others voluntarily surrendered and they were used for medical experimentation and torture or work camps. Families were separated based upon that voluntary surrender. Some voluntarily surrendered and became partners with those that co-opted them. And others 
only left their fingernails scratched in the walls and the chambers. We own our own decisions. My worldview is there is no king but Christ. I make my own decision as to when I bend my neck. I admit I bend my neck. I admit there are times where I bend my neck. And then there are other times where I don't need to bend my neck. So I'm prepared for what's going to happen tomorrow. I would ask that people pray. They pray, pray on two sides of the equation. Pray for those in public, in public service, that they are received the affair and reasonable, beyond reasonable, warning to stop violating their oath and to honor their oath to the Constitution and to those whom they serve. And even at the last minute, even at the last minute, I would embrace them saying, you know what, we made a mistake. Amen. We're all freaking humans. We make mistakes. We may have all these other pressures, but when we step up to the line and the line is clear and you know the consequences, you can walk all the way up to that line with me. But when it comes down to it, you have a decision. You're going to either continue to violate me or you're going to back down. your choice i can't make that decision for you public servants so pray for the public servants all of them those that are sitting on school boards those that are sitting in the halls at our county that are responsible for justice such as the district attorney and the judges and the detectives law enforcement for the security guards and for john q citizen that may be watching this and saying this is such an anomaly to see someone do this I'm not doing anything disrespectfully at all. I'm just being, standing on my rights. And I'm going to try to let those words flow through the Holy Spirit, not me. And then pray for myself. Pray, pray that I yield to the Holy Spirit, that I am true and I speaking love, loving thy neighbor. And that I can have my emotions constrained when the authority may do things unlawfully. And also, I pray for my safety. Pray for my safety. That sometimes those in public servants view a citizen standing on their rights as a contempt for their authority. And I don't have contempt for their authority. I absolutely do not. You cannot fabricate a narrative for me that I'm anything defund the state or anti-blue. You cannot do that because that's a lie because all of my objective evidence says no. You are making something up because I believe in the social contract, the Rousseauian social contract, do no harm. And please, law enforcement, don't put pain compliance torture devices on me and don't, heavens, don't tase me, bro, because I've got a cardiac device inside of my chest. You tase me, you've made a decision to kill me. I'm not going to resist your unlawful actions to falsely imprison me or to put those torture devices on me. I'm not going to resist. I'm not going to consent. Heavens, I don't consent to you violating my rights, but I will not resist your unlawful actions against me. So pray that I have the intelligence and the courage in the event the tyranny acts out tyrannically that I go limp. I go limp as a puddle of sack of flesh and you just manipulate my carcass 
and you do what you need to do and violate me. I'm going to go limp. Alternatively, I may just say, tell me what your threat is. Are you threatening me with arrest with an unlawful trespass? Just tell me you're doing that. I will leave. I will leave. Just tell me that you are going to threaten me with violence and you are going to unlawfully trespass me unless I leave. You may want to say something different. The state may want to create a different narrative, but I'm going to be on the record stating you are threatening me with violence, which an arrest is. Pain compliance torture devices is violence. Putting me in a car is violence and it's kidnapping. It's falsely imprisoning me. You have taken dominion over my free being. And I don't consent to you taking custody of my free being, particularly when I'm a law-abiding citizen. And all of those actions, while you may want to spin a narrative, are an attempt to create a criminal narrative around my free exercise of speech, lawful speech. But I'm prepared, folks. I hope they make the wise choice. But I don't need a spectator gallery like at Michael Jackson's watching the movie A Thriller Eating Popcorn. I'd be pleased to get you the popcorn, but please don't come in the sanctuary where it's going to be what played out. Be remote. Watch it remotely. It's a humble request. Do I expect it? I just need to be prepared. As a neurodivergent, which I am, I have to accept human nature. My own, I understand my own wicked nature. I understand the depravity of me. I don't expect people to be or act as depraved as my mind is because I act in rebellion to my mind. I, I rebel against my sinful nature. But I don't know if everybody is the same as I am that they rebel against their sinful nature. So when man acts sinful and depraved, I'm not surprised. I'm not I celebrate when they act contrary to their nature. I celebrate that with great joy. But it's very peaceful for me to know that we are all sin-stained, wretched, reprobate humans. And that's the expectation that they will live out their character. They'll live it out. And I'm not disappointed. I'm not sad. I'm not angry. Might be a little bit hurt depending upon how that depravity is manifest towards me. Maybe emotionally hurt spiritually hurt, physically hurt, but I heal. I can heal. So it's going to be what it is going to be. And I can't control what happens outside there. The only thing I can control is me and my own commitment to who I am as a man, a father, a citizen, a brother, a son, a friend. And that I choose to live with integrity, not just speak it, but act with it. And that I establish friendships with those that are willing to be open to that kind of life. So I'm going to end it there. This was a little bit different broadcast for me. But based upon things that are happening, I thought it was very wise to have an objective record out of my mouth, my face, and that this will be included as part of my objective record. The previous communication that I made last week, 
is still private in the event it needs to be public because a narrative comes out that says we're going to claim that there's a pattern and a practice that this particular guy pointing to me was building this this cabal behind the scenes to raise to a crescendo to have all these people and say no you'll have no evidence that's just narrative and if I receive that narrative, that evidence that happened a week ago is the objective record that will negate that narrative because they will have no evidence. But I, I need to be prepared. My, my pledge is that I don't bring that information public. My pledge is if I am not falsely characterized and misrepresented by those in legal authority over me, legal trying, meaning trying, trying to prosecute me, I'll keep it private. But if they do flip the switch and they try to spin that narrative, I need to pull it public. I will protect you in the private group. I will protect you. I will not have your likeness. I will not have your name. And I'll use voice-altering software. I may even take your comments out of it and just edit it so it's only my words. And I will bleep out if I made any personal reference. But that record is now it's it's out on the web it's closed but it's out on the web this is part of being prepared you have to hope for the best for plan for the worst and i just wanted to be transparent with those people that know me or have followed me as to we, we get to this mountaintop experience <laughs> the, the, the march the march i don't want to march just one guy just one dude doing the best I can to honor my creator and to, to speak the message of love and offer grace and offer grace. Unmerited favor, undeserved favor. I am providing unmerited, undeserved favor over and over and over again. Have you ever heard of this thing called seven times 70? I haven't exhausted that. I haven't hit that number yet. And maybe I should consider that I have more to go. And that's prayerful for, for myself. But anyway, keep myself and those around me in prayer and take this message with the spirit in which it was intended from a position of love. Yeah, I understand that I can get passionate with the words that I use and my amplification of my voice. I'm not offering judgment, folks. I'm not. I'm just saying I need to be prepared. I have to protect my wife. I have to protect my daughter, and I have to protect myself and hope for the best. But be prepared for it doesn't go best. Thanks so much. This is Modern Babylon and Cultural Contrarian. Take care. <music>